Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia and welcome to Mixed Bag, uh, where we review the mixed, muddled, and meh films throughout film history. I'm James. I'm, I'm, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm Cassandra. And I'm very eager to go, I guess. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt. Well, we're all very excited to yeah uh, to have a chat because we are in the same room together for the Yay! first time in, in ages. Yeah. yeah. New Zealand has been doing some great pandemic uh, battling policies, yeah. and so we, yeah, we're now almost on the state, we're, so we're able we're to be in the same house together without breaking the law, yeah, um, which is very exciting. Yeah, our tradition is always to, uh, before pre lockdown, we would always watch the film together and uh, sharing in this beautiful film, which we'll talk about, later. yeah, it was a great experience. <laughs> yeah. I think a perfect film to bring us back together, yes, to be honest. yes, yeah. um, very good. You film. You know, we're back in your ears after a week's break. Yes. So, you know. We've got to give you some space. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can miss us and then we'll come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and dive back into it. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is uh, a lot of stuff going on in the world at the moment. And we just wanted to, before we get into the episode, to quickly uh, chat about that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, obviously, in America, um, the Black Lives Matter movement um, is happening and police are uh, acting horrifically. Um, uh, a lot of uh, brutal kind of attacks that we're seeing uh, through social media. So um, we just want to shout out that work over, over there and, yeah. and the Black Lives Matter. And that. Um, today is Breonna Taylor's birthday, so um, I hope her story isn't lost in all of this as well mm -hmm. because... Um, yeah, uh, she's uh, been not been the focus of a lot of the commentary, but yeah, um, you can read up on her obviously as well as um, different the mi the myriad of different cases of police brutality and um, just oppression and all the terrible stuff that's happening. I'm sure it's all clogging your feeds, and I hope everyone is taking the time to, uh, yeah, um, examine and contribute to the effort as much as they can yeah so we'll have some um some links in the description where yes. you can um uh sign petitions where you can donate and in addition to because i assume most of our listeners are new zealanders um if you'd like to do something back home that will be really um useful uh there is um uh uh, the police have just finished up. Finished up? Or, uh, uh, well, there's just been the end of the um, armed response team trials yeah. um, of uh, yeah, arming police in New Zealand. Um, and if you um, can see sort of the linkage between what's going on in America and the rest of the world to New Zealand, I think you'll agree with the three of us that arming the police is a really terrible idea. Um, and reading into some of those uh, articles, there's been a lot of evidence that it has had nothing but bad effects. Um, and yeah. yeah, we really don't want to continue down that route. So if you go to armsdown.nz, you can visit uh, there to write, uh, copy paste the messages or um, use them as templates to create your own message to write to the police or to your local MP. Mm -hmm. um, and there's also a petition that you can sign there as well and I'd really encourage everybody to do that because particularly if you're a New Zealand listener um, to think about our place in the world and how uh, yeah all of these different issues are very much interlinked absolutely yeah, yeah. and it goes with that saying black lives matter of course yeah and arms down New Zealand yeah, yeah. 
Um, so we're aware that this uh, film is quite light and <laughs> absolutely frothy the, and probably the, the like, <laughs> ultimate light and frothy film. Yeah, and very white. Um, <laughs> but uh, we hope that this can be an opportunity f- uh, if you do need to take a break. Um, we are in a privileged position where we can take a break. Um, but if you do just need to... Um, if you want to tune out and yeah. just listen to some, some really fluffy popcorn stuff, we're going to be creating some silly, silly content takes. for you Yeah, absolutely, to. yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, Mamma mia, what's going to happen <laughs> next? To, to kick off our, our silly content, shall we um, crack open the bag and go to the pop corner? Pop, 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 pop corner. We actually had a bag of popcorn today, so it's, we did. it's very <laughs> exciting. That was good. Yeah. Um, so James uh, and I, and Matt separately as well, yeah. have all been getting into a new uh, reality series. On uh, Netflix. On you Netflix. Can watch it. Called The Big Flower Fight. I got into it first, and then Cass was like, I'm Matt not got into, into it. it. James had gotten into it with his family. <laughs> that He went home to see his parents in Hamilton, and they all watched it together. They binged it. A very, very uh, un, uh, an uncommon occurrence for yeah, the Kane like, family. They're not a, really TV binges. A very productive family bonding session. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, like, my mum is a, is a big gardener, and dad helps out with the garden um, as well. It's like a kind of team thing that they do. But as with these um, competitors in the TV show, there's always one leader and one person that kind of goes along and follows that vision. <laughs> Um, and so I just got reminded when I went back home for my dad's birthday just how much they put into that garden. And mm. they always watch TV shows that are so, like, like a little middling, like a little, yeah. like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> like of, of, like, the Antiques Roadshow fair. Antiques Roadshow, yeah, they had one about, like, repairing um uh, old artifacts which look kind of interesting and was that one with the detectives that they kept watching yeah, that gently, they kept telling us about something oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, set in the 60s yeah um, which okay so i guess uh, <laughs> this is a, a generation um gap uh buster <laughs> yeah this is this is this is no matter your age you, yeah if yeah. you like flowers of any kind it's then working you're gonna be for everybody in this show. the designs are amazing like yeah yeah basically i mean so for those of you that don't know what the show oh, is, sure is. <laughs> it's uh you know uh, great british bake-off style reality show competition in which you've got teams of two that are generally florists mm. artists uh landscapers mm. or some sort of other garden-based profession that uh, are competing to make giant flower sculpture like flower display things yeah, yeah. So is there, are they even named as like a specific thing what the other living sculptures like yeah plants. just Topiary stuff. I don't. I, I don't know. It's big plant things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it kind of spans a range. Like the judges that they get in, like do quite a variety of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like that they get judges who are seemingly like very knowledgeable about each yeah. episode specific yeah. kind of thing. And I mean, it, when you get really specialist things, yeah. like, you can get yeah. people that like do yeah. the the floristry for the queen. Also, yeah. I love the host's name. The most made-up name of all time, Kristen, Kristen Griffith Vandegott, <laughs> who like firstly, like, Kristen like... Griffith Vandegott sounds like a uh, like blonde woman in her fifties. Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, this is a young black man. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those like Adele Dazeem name generators. I guess like what? It's the, the thing that really gets me about extra. it is the the yacht, the Y yeah, is capitalized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the so thing that's crazy to me. So if this is his real name, I. 
I've looked it up, it up and I cannot see anything that there's no <laughs> profiles that say I changed my name to this. So yeah. I'm going to believe that this and, is his real. And Kristen name. is a sensation. Like, He's great. Oh yeah. He is doing so much heavy lifting in that show. Oh, the, yeah. the both two of the hosts, hosts are, are not good. Yeah. He's actually the main. I think we called him a host. He's the main judge, yeah. but he also does yeah. all the hosting work as well. Definitely. Expecting much more from Natasha Dimitriou, who is the comedian of the two, and yeah, she was fine. fine. She's just doing nothing, <laughs> yeah. and also Kristen like shows off some of his designs that he's yeah, made. Yeah. Like shows um, this huge beast that he made for his dog, also, which is really impressive. The contestants are really cool. The You've got like a, a couple of like you know really eccentric. European contestants, one Danish and one Dutch. I, like all yeah. of their outfits, like Hing and Yans, like I was watching it and um, because I saw it before cast and I was like, oh yeah, there's a bunch of couples on there. And then I realized yeah, no, as I, I was watching it, I was like, there's so many like, we're just friends, we work together. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's I a lot of up. sexual tension between uh, yeah, just absolutely. friend groups. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's the plant community. They're just um, remains of the dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, restraint. Yeah. Who else is there? There's the actual couple. Who yeah, are, there's the actual couple, Ryan, Ryan and Andrew. Andrew who uh, are not together anymore. Oh, I, I drama. Know, yeah. Love is alive. Honestly, they wow. had such Did they design amazing... their Kew Garden before they split? I hope so. I don't know. But oh, I, I, they're... What if it's the like... I'm so upset by Yeah, that. they're very um cool and like their um vision is forward thinking. I think especially compared to a lot of the other competitors. Yeah. Um, any other highlight teams? There's for you also guys? The, the Dad oh, and Son. Dad and Son. We got a lot of oh, Ralph and Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who's like classic British, will... like Ralph calls, his, or calls Jim, like, come on, my son. Yeah, I will, I will quote that around the house for forever. <laughs> just them. to inspire myself yeah. or very, anyone else I know. Very good. So, very. Yeah. So yeah, if you like reality shows where you just like to watch generally nice people doing things Competing, together, yeah. like it's, it's it's fun. And to flag that the first episode is actually the worst the episode. Worst, yeah. So Absolutely. Cass and I had tried to watch. They do it a weird thing where there are about three or four teams they don't introduce exactly, in the first episode, yeah. so you're watching it being like, we keep seeing snatches of that person. I uh, I <laughs> yeah. almost it almost like, got me to quit the show, but thankfully I saw the preview for the next episode, yeah. which was like dresses made of flowers and I'm like, all right, I'll watch the next one. So yeah, give, it, it, a, give it the first episode trial because um, that's what we got. There's also the like uh like the flatmates who is like an older trans woman and yeah, then a younger lady. Which and is really like, nice. Amazing. And I think it's particularly good given that the UK has like a lot of like particular big transphobic movement at the moment yeah. amongst like their sort of turf brigade. Like it's good to just really normalize trans women on television. Particularly like older trans women as well. Yeah, and she's like, I'm trans, that you know, that's a part yeah. of my identity, it's but it's not a huge part. I'm just yeah. it's just me. Um, which I think uh yeah, the UK could really um yeah. use that normalization. Mm-hmm. So uh and I showed it to my parents uh, who like they've never been I mean they're, they're they're Christian and they're kind of straight laced and I just loved how much gay representation there is in there yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh and that there weren't any you know, they were just comments. Or... comments. Yeah. They were just yeah. chill with it. And yeah. um, it it's just kind of, very well. I was able to just clock like, oh, wow, you know, progress. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think, my only like, <laughs> pop cultural thing I've done this week. Uh, James? Else? Yeah, I saw, so I, um, as when I was up um, with my family, um, a custom that we like to do is to, to go and see a movie. 
Uh, and um, for my pop corner, I'll talk about like both the film itself, but then the experience of going back to Center Place Mall in Hamilton. Oh, and that's culture, obviously. That is yeah. culture. That's, that is uh, the because culture. I just really like to shout them out. So this isn't Hamilton. This is like this was the go-to mall, and now it's kind of been um, surpassed by some of the others, like um, Tiawa and stuff Ooh, like that. She's the Margot the Channing of the malls. Yeah, and so now <laughs> when I went in there, so we were going to go to the Lido, which is a very fancy you know like um uh rialto like cinema it used to be rialto change hands um <laughs> they uh they now have a, a mini golf which with like woolly mammoths and dinosaurs all around you this is yeah, in place yeah. Yeah. yeah which the movers to and i didn't actually know where it was and now i know and i'm gonna go there they have an escape room um which is just opened which looks so ornate and that. beautiful there's like there's like dungeons Huge and wizard fan. places Escape room. I still have not done one, which oh. is a crime. Oh my god! It's because they're expensive here in Wellington. I know they are expensive, <laughs> yeah. but also like we'd be so good at it as a yeah. team. I should think. we do like, for yeah. a birthday? Yes, yes, we yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then we uh, before the film because they fucked up the screening times <laughs> for some reason. Uh, we went and got like uh, a beautiful like Belgian hot chocolate beforehand, Yum. where it like lights it underneath it. and everything like that. So shout out to Center Place Mall, really loved it. But the film that I want to talk about is uh, The Assistant, um, which is a really um, uh, uh, interesting, fascinating uh, film starring uh, Julie Garner, um, uh, which is about a, uh, a woman working for like a media mogul. Um, and uh, across the course of the film, it's extremely naturalistic. You you find that there is like some level of bullying and abuse kind of going on, and it's it's very beautifully um, shot and observed, and just like the small little microaggressions, just like adding up over across across the course of the film is like really, really effective. There's like, in the center of the film, there's this um, uh, uh, um, uh, conversation but with an HR manager played by, um, oh, forgetting his name, Matthew McFadden, um, a classic non-New Zealander, McFadden, um, from Succession, where she is trying to say like, hey, um, there was this other, uh, the, our, our lead uh, is trying to um, report to him that like, the boss has just hired this like very young girl as an assistant who doesn't seem to know anything at all. Uh, and she's been taken to this hotel room and the boss is gone. Uh, like, I think something is going on. And then just the way that McFadden like, it plays the nice guy, but is fully prepared to like cover for this dude. Um, it's just very gross and icky, but in a way that you can totally see um, playing out in office environments that we know this this does happen and then right at the end admitting like totally that he knows what's going on don't worry he's not your type like you're you're totally fine like it's it's a really um it's it's a hard watch it's a very depressing watch but um i would really recommend checking it out because nice. it feels a lot more accurate and realistic um than something like i don't know bombshell even though that was telling the story of a particularly bizarre and absurd abuser who who was kind of as but absurd. sometimes it's good to show like tell stories of stuff where it's not quite as like i don't know as huge well, yeah, to be yeah, like yeah. this is still bad I like think, people yeah. don't need to be like actively the worst person on earth to still be terrible people I, and yeah, like yeah. worth reprimanding yeah. 
Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise it's sort of it's that thing where it's like if you only show like the most extreme cases of any type of bad action, then people are going to think like, oh well, like all the other yeah, things so scale up to that is yeah, totally fine. Yeah. And so it's good to show yeah other examples. Mm. Yeah, cool. Um, I guess Matthew McFadden has found his niche of of acting. Yeah, like I guess like <laughs> creepy, like weird. Yeah, kind of creepy, like, weird. Yeah. like seems like a nice um, guy, but he's actually which, terrible. I mean, which is so bizarre for the <laughs> earlier part of his career, where he, he was like Mr. Darcy, Mr. Yeah. Darcy, and he's very charming. How is Miss Garner? She's great. I actually have not seen much of her. I've only seen her in Maniac, I think. But I know she won an Emmy for. His, I was gonna say Zodiac. It's Ozark, <laughs> which I've not seen. Um, yeah, I hadn't seen her in, in anything well, before as well. Ozark is like pretty good. I so. got a big lecture on how Ozark is great uh, with my uncle the last time I yeah. was with my family. So, I just, uh, so, I don't so know. I mean, it's very it's, good. It's there. I think it's like being just there makes it like not a priority for me. It's like. And also, uh, like, I always, always had that hunch that like Bateman was kind of a smarmy dick. And then when he. Oh, yeah. Went, with all the arrested development dude. interview. Oh, that's right. Um, where he he was defending oh, um, and, Jeffrey and Tambor. Jessica Walter, poor poor Jessica, yeah. just was like yeah. crying in that interview. Yeah, and he just spoke over her and ignored her, and yeah. Oh. Um, so I'm I'm not a huge fan of Ozark or Bateman, uh, but I can <laughs> not a huge fan of Ozark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I can speak for that that central performance. Yeah, it enough. is. Yeah. really really well observed i would watch it for laura linney but again it's not a priority for me <laughs> like, yeah um i've got miss notes i've got uh some cliff notes miss <laughs> um, leslie notes i don't know um <laughs> you just about... whacked out three of those <laughs> offers see if any of them um we talked about big flare fight um but also like the tv that i've consumed i've like finished three series like run finished its run and run away because it's not good like oh really i don't like wow. it i i haven't seen it but i'd heard like a lot of very good things I about think it's it nice what is the is, is there a redeeming feature of it mary weaver is very good but right. i feel like this the material is bad yeah um it's not very it's not as clever or compelling or funny as it is like it's just there <laughs> like yeah I, I never found the character is very compelling and uh i hope it gets cancelled and i think it will be <laughs> damn <laughs> because okay. Merritt, Merritt weaver needs better stuff she doesn't need to, yeah. to come back do you know she you know what you should watch instead unbelievable mm. so oh yes she's she's one of the cops on that right? yeah yeah. Or Nurse Jackie. I, I was, because for our M. Night watch, I, I watched um, Signs um, yes. before The Village, and she has a one scene at really? a chemist where she, because Mel Gibson plays like a former priest, and she feels the need to like confess, and it's a really like funny, like quite fascinating <laughs> yeah. scene. Look, she remember Marriage Story where she was yeah. stealing yeah. everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, also, uh, I finished Mrs. America, which is fine. Like, it's good. It's like, kind of just like, uh, one of those respectable, uh, overview of that time of the it's ERA. like historical yeah, series. Absolutely. I think, you know, it's worth watching because it does, I think, accumulate power as you get mm. the whole story. And also some of the performances are really good. Sarah Paulson is really good. Um, Rose Byrne just like embodies like such a cool sexy vibe as Gloria Steinem and um, you see people like Uzo Aduba outside of like Orange is the New Black and see how like talented she is you've got like Margot Martindale and um, you know like Tracy Ullman doing their thing and obviously Kate Blanchett we don't have to talk about her because she's 
praised enough and she is really good in this so but you know i just want to guess up the other actresses because they deserve totally kate gets like the the flashiest role absolutely right? yeah and also um drag race which was um a very weird season because there was a competitor that was disqualified if you want to know what happened you can look it up um and i was very invested on who was gonna win and she won and it was great uh it was it came at it at the time where I really needed it the most because the world was on fire and um, seeing the right winner crowned uh, was amazing. And I actually really love this season despite everything because all the queens are really great. So I recommend this season and uh, the winner, Jada Essence Hall, I'm just saying it. It's been a week, uh, is my queen. I love her so much. Um, as for movies, there's like uh, Netflix dropped a couple of things. Lovebirds is really cool with Kumail Nanjiani and Issa Rae. Big fan of both. Like it's not the best film, but I feel like if you just like have a, a cool hour thirty to just kill time. It's not one I've seen, but I I sort of heard a couple of people saying like writing is fine, but the yeah, I think it's a good like, time. Both good and enough I, that they carry this. Yeah, and I was like laughing quite a bit. Mm. Like, um, but also you know. Yeah, I laugh at most things. Is it like a crime caper? Yeah, like a yeah. Murder thing? it's yeah. like um, there's this couple and they get embroiled. I mean, they're on the brink of breaking up. Uh, whether or not they do is a, I'm not. You got to watch the film and and they get embroiled in this this whole caper of uh, crime and and you know sordid stuff. So that's that's the lovebirds and you know POC power. Come on, like <laughs> we have not seen this type of racial pairing since Mississippi Masala. <laughs> Denzel Washington and whoever the Indian actress was in that film. Um, we I saw the half of it, which you guys have talked about. Yes. Love. Mm. It's love great, it. right? Yeah. yeah. It's just, also, um, that lead actress has like a lovely voice. Oh, yeah. Like a, like an Emma, like, it's a very, uh, what's it called? Florence Pugh? Like, yeah. Husky? I was going to say, it was like Emma an Emma Stone husk. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's just, and the boy was very like adorable. He's such like, a puppy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, I think that's it for movies. Oh, I, I watched a couple of things. Clue, one of my favorite movies. Always a banger. Perfume, Story of a Murderer. Meh. Oh, is this the first time seeing it? Yeah. It's a good, oh, it's cool. a good novel. Yeah. It's like... Uh. It's just, as a movie, there's a lot of being sniffing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found it same. very, like, unintentionally funny because yeah. of all the sniffing. Yeah. I definitely remember the first time I watched it that, like, every time it showed a very big close-up of his nose, I was... Start laughing about yeah. it. That it could be a future mixed bag. Cause yeah, I, I think that is possibly a mixed bag. I remember actually. quite, you know, when you're a kid, not a kid, but, you know, teenager, you're like, oh, yeah, I love all this dark shit. I definitely yeah. saw I you rate it a 4.5 stars on Letterboxd. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's why I kind of brought it yeah. up. I may have to revise that. <laughs> yeah. The, the book is great. I would recommend it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and I saw Watchmen also. Oh! Which is amazing. The, the series. The series. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. So it's good. good. It's good. Regina King. It's so great. Amazing. Jean Smart. I've, <laughs> I've never seen her be this good. Oh, I love it. Oh my God. It's just such a beautiful crystallized thing. Oh, so good. And they're not mm. doing a season two. Yeah. So I love it so much. Yeah. Um, a girl walks into a bar, a bar, sorry. <laughs> One of the best episodes, the Hooded Justice episode. Fuck. So good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about is we talked about Rain on Me last week. Chromatica was released this week. It's fine. Like, <laughs> I think very consistent. I, but, I I literally, when you said rain on me, my brain was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> wow. But it has it's been... the Italian national anthem. James. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think very consistent album. Highs are not that high compared right. to other more messy Gaga albums. But yeah. 
that's just my take on it. Mm. And um, this yeah, is that's a good one for a jukebox. I'm that's just, true. Is yeah. it our previous off mic conversation? Gaga gear. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk. Sorry. I get jiggly. You could do. <laughs> Uh, Gaga Goo Goo Gaga Goo Goo Alright well that sounds like That's a wrap on our pop corner so yes. From Gaga Gia <laughs> to, to, to Mama Mia To Al- Alba <laughs> Al- <laughs> The hits of Alba <laughs> <laughs> It's our feature presentation Feature Presentation were they called Alba? No, in, Abba. No, but in Sweden, would they have been called Alba? <laughs> Maybe. Like, that seems more Swedish We're than Abba. Like, Abba seems Abba. really like... Maybe we should... I'm still stuck on Alba. Eya or Abba Bia? Like, what is it? Alba Bia. <laughs> um, um, so, this is our... Um, this is the start of our next season. Yeah. This is our Meryl Streep season. The Streepson. Yeah. yeah. This is our first film that she's been in, right? I Have just want to check that. Another a Mix Meryl, Mix Meryl? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. No, I, don't, I don't think we have. So we are kicking it off with... Please let us know if we have. Yeah, yeah. go back. We, we could don't be remember having anything we yeah. Maybe a little cameo. But we just felt that Meryl has done so much and is, is quite beloved, but... Uh, very beloved, but she does do some mixed um, films. And yeah. when we Many first, a mixed film. yeah, when we first brainstormed this um, concept in a bar, we were like a lot of the names uh, that we came up with um, were mirror films, um, <laughs> and some of which uh, we're going to be looking at uh, throughout the weeks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just seemed like a perfect opportunity to dive in, and we really like the structure of seasons. Yeah. Gives and, a bit of a focus. And we don't know how yeah. long Mayo season's gonna be. Mayo season might be a couple loops of choices. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it's look, it's Mayo's world. We're all just living on it. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, a quick um, shout out to a, a pop cor- uh, corner thing that uh, we uh, just jumped over. If you haven't um, seen her video. Um, with Audrey McDonald and um, Christine Baranski. Perfect. Yeah, I thought it was her. Oh my God, Julie replaced. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, Um, For the sometime um, 90th, uh, definitely check that out. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yes, this is the start of our Mary Street season. We wanted to start big with Mamma Mia. Um, So what are people's history with this flick? I believe I saw this movie for the first time at my friend's birthday party in 2008 mm-hmm. at the cinema. Um, would have been her 16th, I'm guessing. Um, and so, yeah, we would probably, I think we would have seen this and then, like, hung out and eaten cake and had mocktails or something that you do as 15, 16-year-old girls. That sounds fun. Um, and then the thing is, there was, like, a gigantic... ABBA revival craze that surrounded this film. Quite, yeah. Um, at my school, we did like House Performing Arts Day once a year, which is like you've got houses. So, you know, you're like, like Harry Potter style houses. Um, and you uh, divide into your house and you have to practice a very, and perform a various number of different like choral numbers. And everybody in the school has to be involved in doing these right, things. Right. And it's like different year groups have different tasks. 11 right, through 13. Glee. Yeah, 11 through 13. It's like just like the audition singers only, like proper serious choral number. Um, your year nines and tens have to do a self-written melodrama for some reason, like in the style right. of like old-fashioned stage melodrama. Year seven and eights had to do a dance, 
and then like your entire house has to do a performance of a song and then do a performance of another song in the same category. Um, and so yeah, this we, we had an ABBA themed one that year, um, in which everybody had to, to sing Mamma Mia, <laughs> that had to be arranged by the house captains of the school. Nice. Um, based, well, each house captain arranged it however they would like to what do it. What if you had a house captain that was like completely like tone deaf or something? Like, they yeah. would have a hard time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then um, yeah, I think they could also they could get like yeah, other friends help. in the oh, house good. to come yeah. in. Yeah, if they're super well. straight and they're like, yeah. I don't know I don't what know to what do. Is. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was that, and then you had to a second our second song for my house was Take a Chance on Me. Oh, nice. Um, you, you, this is like so with guitars. <laughs> this was with this is with um actions. Oh, it's cool. with dance. It's with choreo. But yeah. again, in like a choir stool situation, so it's only like turn over here, walk this way, turn back this way, <laughs> right. walk this we way. We see a lot of movement walk like this and in down. This film. Yeah. Yep, I think we did pretty well from memory. Um, yeah. anyway, so this was my association with both Mamma Mia the film and also Abba the craze that happened circa two thousand eight when this yeah. came out. Mm. Um, yeah. Um. I've always kind of enjoyed ABBA, I guess. I mean, my parents own the ABBA Gold album. Yeah, me too. So I feel like that's an iconic album. Mm-hmm. Um, Mamma Mia, I like. I remember 2007 predicting Meryl Streep winning her third Oscar for, for Mamma Mia, <laughs> just knowing that it was a Broadway show, not actually knowing that it was like a light, fluffy musical like, yeah. that had no prestige in it whatsoever. But... Um, uh, no, <laughs> she did not. She like got nominated for Golden Globe, but um, mm. I saw you can f- buy a Golden Globe though. Yeah, that's true. Oh, she didn't win though, so yeah, you know, um, Sally Hawkins did for Happy Go Lucky, and oh, I'm happy about very that. Good. Well, yeah. 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 what an Excellent incredible film! Yeah, um, I watched this film and I hated it when I first saw it. I don't know why. I just didn't like I thought it was like poorly made and schlocky and everyone is overacting. So I didn't appreciate it then. And who knows if I appreciate it now. I will tell you though that I did appreciate Mamma Mia Here We Go Again very much. So we're gonna we'll be talking see. a lot so about we'll see. Mamma Mia too in this podcast because I have as my co-host of the podcast, two big fans of Mamma Mia 2, here we go again. Yeah, and also, like, some people might think, is that one mixed too? And we want to firmly say, hell no. Also, that one barely counts as a Meryl Streep film, because she's not really she's, in it. Yeah, so. totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my history with um, Mamma Mia is, so yeah, uh, Abba was played around the house quite a lot, uh, and my parents were the type that, like, they picked, like, very few artists uh and just played them on repeat so you know uh van morrison and cat stevens and ebba was definitely one of those honestly not bad of a selection yeah, yeah worse. a bit of fleetwood mac as well yeah, yeah it was uh it was a it was a good household and i have um yeah uh been a bit dark on their music tastes for some reason <laughs> in the past just because it wasn't as well they modern. do tend to choose about yeah. three cds and they have, the, or they have them in the car yeah, yeah, of, yeah. for the next year so, <laughs> like, and yeah. so yeah you get used to the songs and with abba songs as you likely know abba is very catchy mm. um maybe not their sad ballads but their big upbeat numbers yeah, the productions they, they get right in there. Um, but I did not see, I'm trying to remember, but I don't think I saw this in the cinema. I think because, you know, uh, toxic masculinity and thinking like what films are for boys and what aren't. Uh, I think it took me a little bit longer Yeah, he just saw Papa Pia instead. <laughs> <laughs> you went there. Papa Pia. 
boys. <laughs> it's all red. It's the boy version. Yeah. Second communist Russia. Oh my god. Um, yeah. No, uh, so no, I think I saw it at home. I've only seen it the once. Um, so it was really fascinating going back and seeing it because there are whole sequences that I just completely wiped from my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that is that's my history. Um, I'd also be curious to get a little bit of context, Cass, about the musical itself and what its kind of standing is. So yeah, this is based off a Broadway musical, um, and it was I think one of the basically the, the the musical that kind of brought in the trend that's now kind of on the wane of like the very big very fluffy um jukebox musical based on a existing catalog of songs um and this happened uh, it came out i think in early 2001 but it hadn't i think it yeah i don't think it's actually like properly opened until just before 9-11 mm. and then after 9-11 happened when the theaters reopened this became like the huge a huge hit because everybody wanted to go and see something that mm-hmm. was light and fluffy and could like help them feel like new york like still existed as a place and yeah. that the, the broadway scene was still mm-hmm. on and so i think it became kind of like this thing people would go to to be like okay the world is terrible let's go and you know yeah. Um, see something absolutely light and silly and brainless hmm, yeah. Um, and so yeah it became huge it was huge, hugely popular and I think ran for several years mm. um, yeah and it's been done all over the world uh, when James and I were over in the UK uh, last year we just missed out on but our friend James Winley got to see uh, <laughs> the uh, dinner theatre version of Mamma Mia Ooh, which right. uh, you they have a version of it which is performed with a full Greek buffet where you get oh, to have amazing. Oh, like a full thing he was apparently because he went by himself uh, he got an entire table full of Greek treats to yes. himself because nobody had booked the other seats around him <laughs> and so he could just gorge himself on buffet the whole time yeah, I love that that sounds like the best way to watch amazing. this yeah um, but yeah so it's it's still been done all around the world it's been yeah. done in Wellington it's been done all over the place um and you know you can see why it's appealing Abbott's yeah, music absolutely. is just very good yeah, yeah. Like, this movie was made in 2008 so yes. you know so and i imagine a little bit later i get the feeling i don't know if they had a huge budget for this or maybe they I just didn't no use idea. the money in oh, ways that you'd I expect have no, i mean you'd think that they would have a like you know they've got a, a pretty decent big budget. team behind yeah. this like tom hanks and rita wilson were executive producers but i don't budget. think they're expecting it to be as big of a Probably smash hit no yeah yeah um because it it did gangbusters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it literally brought, like, it did an ABBA trend. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ABBA revival. <laughs> anyway, what is Mamma Mia, the movie? Shall yeah. we, let's, shall let's we time define it, so it with a, a I volunteered. Movie. I think I I'm I'm, have done movie in a minute, uh, the least uh, short time ago. So it's yeah. my turn to do it. Yeah, pass the baton. Pass the baton to me. Um, and I think I'm ready to take this one on. Okay. Well, Cass, gimme, gimme, gimme a uh, movie in a minute. From now. <laughs> okay, so there is a daughter, Sophie, who lives with her mother, Donna, on a small Greek island. Sophie's getting married, but she doesn't know who her father is, and she really wants her father to come and walk her down the aisle for some reason. Donna uh, apparently had three different lovers at the time that Sophie was conceived, and Sophie has found her mother's old diary, found this out, tracked each of these men down, and they are Bill, Harry, and Sam. Bill, Harry, and Sam all arrive on the Greek island to come to the wedding, and she decides that she's going to, when she sees them, she's going to work out who her father is from those three, but she does not know who it is. Um, meanwhile, uh, Donna has got her two friends uh, from her old girl groups that are there with her on the island, uh, and she's worried that her daughter's getting married too young. Sophie's confused, she doesn't know which of the men is her father. They all figure out that she thinks they're her father, and they all want to walk her down the aisle. 
but in the end they all get to the church Donna realises that she's been in love with Sam the Ten whole time seconds. and he's still been in love with her and they get together. Sophie realises she doesn't even really want a wedding. She just wanted to have a family and to feel like a normal family. And so she and her boyfriend go off and travel around the world instead of getting married. And it's about the end. Mm. Well done. Look <laughs> at that sound effect. Yeah, it's my, uh, it's my little alarm. Uh, makes me think like something's in the oven whenever yeah. I hear it. Yeah, Mama that, Mia. that tinkling of coins. Also known as Sophie's Choice 2. <laughs> oh... <laughs> And we, you may hear more about Sophie and her choices later <laughs> on, depending on which we yeah. Um Yeah, so it's basically, I mean, it's, it's not a huge amount of plot, actually. No, no, it's, no. Not. it's mostly the music and yeah. silly, fluffy It's fun. The, the thing about jukebox musicals is that it's all just about stringing the songs together yeah. in a way to make a coherent or semi-coherent way to fit all these hits into a narrative as many hits as possible yeah yeah sorry then... fernando did not quite make the cut <laughs> didn't make the cut and even then a lot of the times the lyrics don't quite match you're like oh that's not exactly the right situation <laughs> yeah. that you're in yeah or like i love it like so there are so many things about jukebox musicals that are incredibly cheesy and i love them like when you give one line that wouldn't make sense in the main character who's singing the songs uh context yeah. you give that one line to another character who's somewhere else mm. um and change the context entirely for that one line so that yeah. the whole song as a whole can fit there is a <laughs> song in the movie where like sophie played by amandy 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 amanda seyfried um she just thinks the lines yes. instead of actually saying it's a point where because she couldn't have said it out loud we just see her face as oh her yeah voice a man of thought of man of my dreams you're yeah. my hero you're my hero or something like that. yeah yeah um, what do we enjoy about this film, guys? Yeah, what are our bottles? So, bottles. Um, they're, it's just so silly. It's just the camp value. It's so, it's so camp as hell. Yeah. Like, Abba is good. Like, yeah. Abba has good songs. I want to yeah. just put yeah, that Yeah, I think out. we can oh, say that start. definitively. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, even if pop isn't your thing, these are well-produced, catchy pop songs. Like Yeah. Like, I think, obviously, we, we had some some songs on this that oh, we were not yeah. a fan of. Like, there were yeah. definitely points where we'll, we'll songs come out and we were like, that. I don't know about this. <laughs> but, like, for most of them, like, ABBA just were hit makers. They had so many different really cool songs. And this is a great, you know, like, it just, you know. Yeah, I think it's, it's an, an opportunity to enjoy them. And yeah, they make a, a point of, like, the production value of most of the numbers are up to snuff in terms of evoking that yeah. ABBA kind of feel. I think, yeah, it's just a great way to showcase that. And it's an easy watch because, like, you're singing along to the songs and yeah. like um whether or not you care about the plot it's just like enough to get you along you know like it's you're there for the music you're there for the silliness and um yeah i think you know um the tone of the songs fit the movie which is really yeah really fun there are lots of like moments of this that i really like that are just yeah it gets super stupid like my favorite moment of the film the boys with the flippers Boys with the Flippers yeah. is my favourite yeah. part of this. Definitely the stupid moments of the film the real are the real bits. highlights of the film. Yeah. And the bit with the whole like row of boys that are all just in swimming togs and well, they, just flippers and they, they emerge, do a little dance. They, they emerge, emerge from, from the, the sea. sea. Yeah. Then they go onto a dock and they do a little dance and they pose for a while like, and they do some other really stupid dances yeah, they, like, and then flip their flippers and jump into the sea again. It's so and funny it's though. absolutely from nowhere and it's great. Because like I think they were doing like an homage like from here to eternity with the beach kind of like kissing between the two lovers and then they just come out of no it's like, <laughs> and, like and they no. and they lift Dominic Cooper off, up off, off from in the safe rate. It's yeah, but yeah, I didn't catch that illusion. Yeah, but yeah that's that's the image they're going for. Um I love yeah, I just love the Greek chorus that they acknowledge kind of, like yeah. question mark. Like there's some um, sort of like 
interesting optics for this this plot, (laughs) which is that the very sort of blonde and like Western looking Amanda Seyfried and uh, Meryl Streep live on this Greek island where they have a whole lot of like more working class looking folks that seem to not have any lines or plot. No. Uh, that do all of the cleaning for them. Yeah, yeah. there's <laughs> like, like one bit where it's implied that they might be like fate, like Meryl Streep's fate, yeah. where they all like I think whisper or like look at the camera. Yeah. I mean, they do bit. stick their heads whenever she sings, so it like, is... which is very funny for us as viewers like because it's... it is quite entertaining. <laughs> but there is like there's the sequence with the song "Money, Money, Money," which is like <laughs> Meryl Streep wandering around, going like, oh, "I'm so poor," while like. Various peasants like uh, pop up behind Donna, her, read like the room. scrubbing okay. things, yeah. and I'm like, I think you're doing fine, actually. Read the island. Like, yeah. yeah. Where do you live? One of the um, and it's kind of white in... privilege, Donna. <laughs> yeah. One of the things. I mean, that... I guess Greeks are also white. Like, but... I don't know, yeah. Colorism, I guess. Yeah. It's just like one of the pieces um that's kind of raised by you in terms of the campy tone is that the director is a theatrical director yeah philida lloyd mm. who yeah. also directed male in the iron lady which is also interesting that's yeah, very interesting, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah because it's a very theatrical film it feels like it's a theater director um and that's not to say that because sometimes that means that I don't the know camera theatrical and like a theatrical performance wise yeah uh, but i feel like and that they've then tried to it's not like they forgot about cameras and it's very inert and boring like some theater um, film theater shows like they're trying to use the camera in different techniques there's a lot of like there's no real consistency in terms of like stillness of camera and then suddenly it's uh you know um shaky cam like uh free flowing oh God, yeah. um the whips <laughs> what and the one of, the crash zoom there's yeah. one crash there's zoom. crash zoom but then there's also the, the thing well. where you you've got the um camera um like on on a, on an angle not on an angle even uh, it's like vertical um so that the you can see like the whole length of of someone's kind of body and then like shifting the camera back to where it normally is which mm. is so disconcerting to watch it's like a gusping noise like move <laughs> yeah. and you don't expect it from this light <laughs> frothy like um musical and you're like what like, the fuck is happening like it has any, a- any of the camera work is very unintentional <laughs> oh totally just like yeah. point and shoot okay whoop this camera there yeah it's sort of, it, all these stylistic changes were not chosen because no. like oh let's break it up from the, the regular style we've set up. It's, it's just like, this could inter- be fun. Somehow it's entertaining because it's not yeah. a film that takes itself seriously. No. Like, yeah. it's not no. like a King's Speech or like a Les Miserables where the yeah. Dutch angle is like, what the fuck is this? It's annoying and it's stupid because yeah. it thinks that it's, but it's artistic. But if, if you like look at this as like the camp kind of entity that it is, it's like, oh, it just adds to like the chaos and like <laughs> yeah. appreciation yeah. of and it. And that's you know? kind of like, because a lot of my bananas like, could also be bottles kind of because well, exactly. you don't know what the fuck's going to happen you don't know <laughs> I, when pierce brosnan opens his I mouth have, how I bad it's going to be bottles for this oh, bana- i'm sorry bananas. bananas for this film. yeah but like it, it's a strange entity where yeah. like the whole success of mamma mia was I think because it was just so batshit, like yeah. it all just it's, combined it's, it's into just this like fun party. It's yeah. like if a high Unique school mess. musical was cast with like award-winning actors, <laughs> like yeah, it's just mm. such a, a weird kind of like musical in itself. It's just, um, mm. but yeah, I get it because Pierce Brosnan, yes, objectively bad singer, but also something about that is like fulfilling me, like amusing to me. Like You kind of want him to think the thing that I think is uh particularly bad about Pierce Brosnan's vocal performance in this is not so much that he's so terrible at singing, but then that they've auto-tuned him to try to make like yeah. the way they've tried yeah. to make him sound like he's in June. Well and it's just nuts that casting, like you've got a former James Bond 
and you've got Colin, you know, from Mr. like Darcy. Mr. Mr. Darcy. And then you've got Stellan Skarsgård, who I don't even know is in the popular consciousness. He hadn't yeah. done the Thor I think films yet. He's one of the Swedish guys. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's another <laughs> He's the most famous thing. Swedish guy. Also, he yeah. is Sophie's father. He, like, if you look at the <laughs> physical characteristics, I remember this from 2008 when I watched this as a teen, that when I saw the three of them all in one shot together, I'm like, what's the middle guy? Like, <laughs> come on. I was, I remember <laughs> watching it and I was, I'm a dumbass, so I was like, I don't know what trying it is. I think Sophie genuinely wants it to be Sam. Genuinely wants it to be Sam. The Pierce Brosnan character. I can yeah. see. I, um, I, if it wasn't clear from my yeah. synopsis, by the way, we never find out no, who yeah. technically. I could see it. Like she is kind of nodded at, right? She's kind of like the same like... eyes as Colin Firth, so I could see that they've got the same big eyes kind of thing. But yeah, the most obvious one is Bill, played by um, <laughs> Stellan Skarsgård. They just physically have a. Pretty like strong resemblance. Yeah. Like, like you put them together in the same room. Put, you know. put the other Scars guards in the room as well, Alexander and, and Bill. Oh yeah, like, I think we see her as a Scars guard yeah. sibling actually. Yeah. yeah. And the weird thing is, I think Pierce gets like the heavy lifting of like the story. Yeah, he's like, like the lead of the three. I he's guess. the romantic yeah. lead, I guess. For yeah, Donna. the romantic lead for Donna, and then also like feels most involved with um, Amanda Seyfried's character. What's her character's name? Sophie. Sophie. Right. Oh, so it's Joyce. Um, but, and then Stellan gets quite a lot to do. Like, he's kind of, he, he might be the actual father. He's he's always, like, shirtless. And it's actually Colin. It was kind of implied a little bit that Stellan might be the father. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that probably is where it's leaning. Um, so he gets a little bit more to do. And then Colin is just left to, like, be just gay. Be gay. Like, but that's it not, turns even, that's out not as a, a twist. factor no, until not. the last five yeah. minutes of the film. Yeah. Twist. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to shout out, though, that every single moment that Colin Firth is on screen for Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again, is golden because yeah. he looks so <laughs> uncomfortable but giving it a go. Yeah. Um, He's trying a, to dance. If you haven't seen the shot of him, like, on the boat and he's like holding on to like a sail thing and he's his whole body is just diagonal and he and he's stiff as a rod because he's like oh my god i don't want to fall like and you know, it's just so joyous but he's flinging his arm out um we'll we'll figure out a time to get into mamma mia too in earnest or just it'll just yeah. like float yeah it'll but, come out one yeah. of my favorite things about this is i mentioned it the camp factor like all the sash acting like meryl oh, with bit. her sash flowing into the winter takes it all well that whole sequence of money 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 they go on a fucking boat and yeah but <laughs> he like longest cape you have seen <laughs> so sorry princess cape. diana i'm oh, sorry hers was a train <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, it's a glorious cape it was amazing and you've got christine baranski and julie walters yeah, who well. are on like these not uh, you don't call them motorbikes water motorbikes whatever the fuck Um, jet skis jet skis um right behind the train yeah i can't can't find actual words in the heat of the moment Um, (laughs) well you just take a motorbike and you go put it in water water. well i mean you know how boats work right yeah how do they work yeah exactly i mean boats on other boats and i guess you just drop it in the sea look i think that's been solved by mama me you just have to sing and then exactly. the boat will we, move. We've got yeah. the, the, we start this film with Sophie propelling herself through the power of her voice through the water. Yeah. And she, man, well, we'll get into that. Yeah. That's a banana. So, yeah, if we're talking camp factor, yeah, Christine Baranski is in this film. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> and it's having, and, a, having a meal. And the great time. thing is, like, both her and Julie get numbers. A oh, lot of the time you'd yeah. see a film where, like, they're like there, they're funny, they get some lines, but they never actually get their moment. 
Yeah. Whereas, like, Berensky gets, um, uh, does, your mother does, your mother does your mother know? Does your mother know? Um, which is great. She's playing on her as a cougar. Yeah. Which she looks very much like. She's in this got movie. a great, like, yeah, beautifully cougar sensibility. Love her wardrobe. Um, Everything is fitted. There's a young yeah, man that chorus, is chorus clamoring young boys. for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Julie Walters gets. <laughs> oh, Julie Walters, the clearly the Michelle Williams of this Of group. the trio. You're sort of like, okay, I can see why the. Like, it looks like the three of them were friends, <laughs> yeah. and Meryl and Christine were like, yeah. let's do a band. Yeah. And Julie was Donna like, is... I don't really want to. And they were like, no, we need three, or it's not a and band. You have to be in it. She gets the worst outfits. She gets like, whenever <laughs> they do dress up, like, they get wonderful outfit and outfits, and then Julie has like this like dress as her wig or whatever there was supposed to be a bit where i think this was supposed to be a joke i don't think it was accidental but if it was accidental it's hilarious um but they're posed in their costumes to do a performance for sophie's hen party uh like that for the wedding and the way that it's posed meryl's arm just puts julie walters entirely in shadows oh. <laughs> so she's just like blocking her out it's very i know they they were not like commenting on this at all it's very much Poor Michelle. Like, <laughs> yeah. I used to follow this blog, which I regret now, but just, like, detailing all the times Michelle Williams got the short end of the stick Aww. on Destiny's Child wow. called Poor Michelle. Oh um, but we stand when Jesus say yes. That's a, a banger. And a lot of this film, like, I mean, like, so they went and they actually went on location and they shot this kind yeah. of stuff. And you get this feeling that they kind of just went with the capabilities of the actor. So, like, I think a lot of the times Julie not being able to, like, keep up with the dancers, like, some of that might be character, but some of the times it's just like, well, she's a bit sloppy, so let's lean into that. Yeah, I, also, it, the dancers, though, are so easy. Yeah. The dancers are yeah. really easy dancers. But I think it adds to the character. Like, it's not like there's, like, the time, like, she hopped up on, like, the, oh, the shelf, yeah. and, like, I think she fell over a little bit, and yeah. they just kept it in, and it feels, like, organic to the there character. There were a couple of moments that were sore yeah. in this, which we're like, I think that's just a blue. Well, yeah, Christine Baranski, yeah. she's supposed to be saying, oh, um... What about Sky's website? And she's, and she's like, like, what, what about Sky's website? And, and you see, just, like, if you, like, lean, like zoom into Christine yeah, Baranski at that at that moment like you just see her like go out of character for this, like she looks the tiniest down, millisecond and she's like All and right. the other ones yeah. just stay in character and she well, keeps with it well Meryl's like oh a web's website do you mean Sky I love those moments that they've kept in because it's great you see the chemistry of them as a yeah. trio well that's the thing yeah. that's what I like another thing I like about this movie it, this trio we'll talk about another oh, trio yes. later yeah. um they've got like a palpable chemistry they're yeah. having fun you can buy that they're friends and like yeah, they've got individual moments, and they're all just having fun in these roles, and you can see, and you're having fun with them. Yeah, and they're giving it their all. It's just having it's a just, great time, and that's you know, why I don't need the cinematography to be particularly effective because it's just there to capture things. You know, it's just like it could be a live stream, and as long as I'm still being felt like I'm led into the party, yeah. you know, then I'm there. Um, I'm no, I wouldn't watch a live stream at of some point as well, but like. I, I told them that there was like in Mamma Mia to here here we go again. Um when Dame Julie Walters received her damehood, they like threw her a big party, she didn't know. It was like a surprise. Oh. It was a cake. Cute. And I think Christine Baranski was behind it. And it was just like, you know, oh. Oh, I just love, love like it. this this community. Yeah, and it feels it. like that they're all good friends. Yeah. And absolutely. I mean people even fell in love during the shoot. Such a beautiful <laughs> love oh, affair. Of course. Amanda Seyfried and Dominic Cooper, you know, I ship that. That like they were on a film <laughs> and then they got together and then they in real life they they broke up and and got divorced yeah. and then they had to do a film together ten years yeah. later, which is I mean it's fine I guess because they're playing a couple that are having troubles like 
Yeah. Yeah, they're on they're on but the rocks, but then they get back together. Well, like, they're not really on the rocks. It's just like a stupid thing where he doesn't really want to get married. He, he's like, I want to do a basic. Oh, no, we, yeah. we're talking about it in the second. Yeah, this, now, so. yeah. But I'm like, they, this like they even have in this, yeah. this yeah. one. Yeah. Where they're like, know. I don't know. She's he's like, I don't really want to get married, and I'm like, I feel like this is a conversation you should be having before, before the day the before your wedding. You guys are twenty years like, old. Like, and, come yeah, on. <laughs> you shouldn't be getting married. Also, she fucks off and like just hangs out with her three dads on a boat. Like the day before the wedding, when there's probably a lot of preparation. Yeah, here's the thing. This feels like everyone does not care about this wedding because they know it's just gonna end in disaster. (laughs) So like everyone is like not doing anything to like. There's no urgency to get everything done for the wedding. Yeah, another thing we noticed as well. We got to the wedding scene at the end, and we're like, "Where is Sky's family? Like Sky's fiance, who apparently has no family members. It's just an orphan boy that washed up on the shores of the island at some point. He could have been Fernando, honestly." (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Somebody hmm. should be. Somebody should be Fernando. But I'm like Sam should be Fernando. Yeah, like, or some. Yeah, exactly why, sorry guys, yeah. why why are we bothering about Fernando when the most golden iconic moment is set up in the second one, when Andy <laughs> Garcia reveals his real name with Cher announcing it across the room. Yeah, what a golden fucking moment, and how good. So like, I was thinking about actors and how they age. And, like, Andy Garcia has just aged like a fine wine. Same with Colin Firth, too. It's even acknowledged in Mamma Mia, too. But Yeah, I mean, Stellan has aged terribly between (laughs) this first film and the second one. And Pierce Brosnan, he has a thing in the second one where he looks good, but then when he's excited, he opens his mouth real wide like he's going to eat me. If you watch Mamma Mia 2, he goes like, <sighs> like every time and his eyes flare up and it's just so scary and you know maybe martin campbell when I'm he was casting him in james bond he recognized that watching this film like pausing it and like oh, oh. <laughs> it was a scary man <gasps> sorry i was scared for a moment <laughs> but i mean that's what i should expect from yeah. someone who was a, a sheriff back in his day because uh when what? i was growing up what? i used to think that pierce brosnan's name was Sheriff Brosnan. <laughs> right. We were watching Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. It was the weirdest set of events where um, we were watching this and, and, and Pierce, not this, sorry, Mrs. Doubtfire, and Pierce shows up and I'm like, ah, oh, there's Sheriff Brosnan. Um, sure. Yeah. yeah. And then we won't get into that one. And I, I was mean, like, he would be a good James Bond. Yeah. And I had no knowledge that he had just been cast as James Bond. And my brother is like, he is. I was like, what? And it felt like my world, you know, just miracles happened. That that you could read minds. Well, I'm glad his name was Pierce because as like cool sounding, a first name as Sheriff (laughs) is ACAB, all right? Yeah. Also, it's actually quite a terrible name. (laughs) Pierce, also not a great name, to be honest. Um, Like it's quite a It's funny about like these these Bond like um, miscommunications because my grandmother thought that Sean Connery was called C.N. Connery. <laughs> Which I, I mean, like, you, if you're just yes. reading it, I can see yes. that. Yeah. yeah. All spellings um, of C-I-A-N. Is that also Sean? Sean? You always Sean. say Sean. Yeah. I guess it's Sha- it's Sean. 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 Sean is generally. Right. Yeah. But, you um, know. I want to go back quickly to um, uh, Dominic Cooper and Amanda Seyfried. Mm. Imagine, like, being contractually obligated to work with your ex 
I just, for, it's yeah. just so awkward to me. Well, the yeah. whole thing of Mamma Mia 2 is that they do not, like, share the same <laughs> screen. <laughs> like, um, they have, like, conversations on the telephone where oh they're both, God. like... They, have, they, they just, have to eventually get I together. I think they, 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 they do, agree. and it's like, yeah, they do a lot of maybe work they, to keep them apart yeah. throughout the Maybe they are on good terms, who knows? I actually don't know. Yeah, but, yeah uh, I mean... It's, it's still awkward Maybe if you're I'm playing... extrapolating from the fact that they were on different yeah. sides of the... I mean, basically... if you're playing a romantic with an ex, though, it's still weird. Weird. Yeah, when yeah. you think about it, it's complicated, yeah. right? You know? Oh my god, it's, yes. It's complicated. Just to invoke another. And that's literally <laughs> we'll like see. the plot of that oh, film. Pretty much, yeah. Where you're like, mm. oh, now I'm fucking you as, you know, now you're in my affair. Also, I mean, speaking of um, people, you said Colin Firth aged and Andy Garcia. Meryl in this film yeah. looks hot. Yeah. She's a MILF. Meryl, I'd let's, love to be. Let's Meryl. talk about let's talk about Meryl because she is so good at this role. Um, because uh, I, I, I think I think she's really fun. I think she's got like so nobody in these in these characters really have uh, shades of grey. Really, no, it's no. not really no. interested in exploring that. The only kind of like it's not really darkness, but just like trouble is like the trouble with the marriage. Really, um, but uh, there is a sense of characterization characterization and spontaneity with all three of the um the dynamos yeah. um which is the group of christian Donna and the dynamos yeah, yeah. Donna and the dynamos um yeah and i have so much fun with her yeah. uh like she's a movie star and I there's like there's shots a movie star role for her yeah, yeah mm-hmm. there's shots where she's like um striding towards the camera i can't remember what sequence it is um and there's a whole group of her of her servants behind her. Um, but and she's looking at the camera and her hair, I just love that kind of dyed blonde I hair. Was, oh, she looks so hot in this film. Yeah. I I I oh, maybe it's the character of just, Donna that yeah. we're in love with. Now. I, yeah, because I think so. Matt, uh, Cass and I, we all saw Mamma Mia 2 um uh here in um Reading Cinema in Wellington and uh when it first came out and Case came out of it and was like, oh, it was pretty fun. And Madeline <laughs> came out being like, Lily James is the most beautiful woman ever. She is magnetic. Because she so is. She is. There is this one particular scene in the boat, which you know. Yeah. If you know, you know. Well, she's just stunning all throughout. She's got yeah. like, she's got she star power. incredible charisma. Yeah. Like, and like very very beautiful and then like great outfits as yeah. well and she can throughout. sing which for is those great. that yeah. haven't seen Mamiya 2 uh, Lily James plays Donna as a yeah. young woman yeah. yeah and so I think the conceit because they were trying to figure out what to do 10 years on with Mamma Mia 2 mm. and then apparently someone's like kid or something came up with the idea of like make it Godfather go back and like oh. Godfather Part 2 go back <laughs> and then go forward as well yeah sure um, I think someone, yeah, yeah, it was like a producer's kid or something. Now, like, oh my god, that's brilliant! And so, it, before it came out, there was much like criticism about the fact of like, where is Meryl in these trailers? Like, what's happened? Is she actually dead? Because that seemed to be the case with the trailer. And yes, she that, that's what they do. But I think that's actually a wise decision because you can't recapture yeah. what you did in Mamma Mia. You need to do something different. And um, I find the the that well one you've got a, another charismatic actor that can yeah. that can sing it's like passing the baton right like yeah 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 and, and amanda seyfried is not that baton receiver yeah. sorry <laughs> no um and, but like lily james is still kind of growing as a star but now she's like swiftly becoming i larger cannot wait larger. to see her i cannot see, wait to see her and rebecca with her and oh yeah Army Hammer. um mm. and and so i feel like when you get that one scene with meryl 
where she's singing My Love, My Life to mm-hmm. Amanda Seyfried. And I think Seyfried's really good in Mamma Mia too as well because she has... She did not make an impact on me. I think, well, like, it, it's around that stuff with her connection with her mum in that scene because I don't care about, like, oh, can I get the whatever the fuck, the Greek place looking all right. Um, <laughs> there's, like, there's a storm. Um, anyway, My Love, My Life in that sequence is so beautiful and really moving. It makes me tear up because I think, like, oh, I'm going to die someday and, like... <laughs> Oh, we're like oh, we like moving on, and we're just memories and stuff the like existentialism that. Existentialism. Yeah, Abba. Actually, I had it today as well. There's like a sad, really bad song that Pierce Brosnan sings, where he's like he says a sad thing to Meryl, and Meryl just kind of looks sad. And I was like, Oh, they're gonna die. I'm gonna die. We're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah. This and, might be you, James. This yeah, might be sure. I might be imposing on it, film. but no, it's definitely in my love, my life, where it's like, uh, like I, I want to give it to you. Um, and I just like to say that the last 30 minutes of uh, Mamma Mia 2 are amazing when they're all gathered on the Greek island and I just all of it's Mama banger Mia after banger after banger. But yeah, and, all of it is. And they made a great so movie great. out of Abba B Sides and Fernando. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think Mel p- plays like a great alpha female in this. Like she's like in real life, Donna would be a very exhausting friend. Yeah. Like, but she's clearly the Beyonce of the group. Mm. They all have the same haircuts as they had when they were younger, the Bryony Talis syndrome. But, like, <laughs> um, but no, she's great. I think, like, there are some moments where I needed more from her. Like, her singing voice wasn't, like, the most the, inspiring. The thing the with Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep is a classic actor who can sing. Mm. Like, that's clearly what she would have put on her CV as a young auditionee. Like, she can definitely carry a tune, and she can emote through song very well and so like would definitely be cast in musicals um but she just doesn't really have like much vocal power like mm. it kind of like her notes sort of just fade out a little bit yeah, and, I, can, oh, and sometimes there's moments where they're a little bit off key or like I, they're fine and i you, think when yeah, she's connected so it's I think right. when she's like singing a bop it's like fine yeah but then when it's like the winner takes it all that like yeah. the big moment of the whole thing she acted it very well even though it was a bit literal in parts but like <laughs> i just needed Give me a showstopper, you know? Like, well, um, it doesn't are, feel like it's the strength of the direction as this well. This is the thing. The like, with the she's not being supported. Throughout this no. whole film is that it's it's directed as if they are on stage. Yeah. Uh, so they are acting at the, the pitch of a stage production, which when you have it in a film context, makes them all look like they are doing a lot yeah. throughout. <laughs> and um, I think that's why I didn't like it when I first watched it. Yeah. I was like, they're doing, they're not acting like human beings yeah like i would say there were a couple of moments that felt like too much even for stage for me yeah. but pretty much everything else i was like okay this isn't i guess this is maybe not i wouldn't say this is overacted but i would yeah. say this is acting for a different I think medium she was, she was very good in this film though but like mm. she uses a lot of her movie star charisma which i feel like mo- mo- movie star Meryl has only like really like kind of emerged yeah. Yeah, like, from the Devil Wars Prada onwards. Yeah, I guess so. The thing with Meryl Streep, like, as an actor, is that she just loves to, like, use props and yeah. things well, around well, her. Well, and, she started like, her... and this is such a, like, good, like, well, her, Meryl with props film. Her career kind of <laughs> started with, like, she she was, like, a master of, like, accents. She was yeah. always doing, like, um, a different ethnicity. and. If anyone wants to watch <laughs> a great ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we're, we're, <laughs> we're all Africans, no, as Meryl Says. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, that's, that's Meryl's quote. But yeah, she did. She also stood up for Roman Polanski in 2002 when he won his Oscar. Yeah. But, you know. Um, but yeah, <laughs> different European ethnicities for Meryl. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, I thought I was going to say now. Um, 
one good thing about Miro that I loved in this one when, when we first met her, she did this thing with her hands that was so extra. <laughs> Hi, hello. Ah, like, yeah. Like her, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the whole we're idea. at that point where she like, touch the table. She, she, can't touch yeah, she, can't she, touch she works best when she's like really funny. Oh, like, yeah. Like, she's um, a funny person. And I like stuff like I've seen The Iron Lady with the same director, and it's like. Yeah. You know, it's very... I think, she's a very theatrical I think because performer. we know Meryl so well now that, like, her transformative roles aren't as transformative anymore mm. because you know her as a personality. You know some yeah. good traits. That's why I think the where she shines the best um, sounds like something like Julie and Julia, which I think combines both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is where she's relying on her star charisma. And those are her most successful performances for me in her latter period of her career. And if you want a great Meryl Streep retrospective, please watch the Be Kind Rewind video on YouTube. Um, Be Kind Rewind is a channel that does all like best actress and, and actress recaps, and um, she's got like a whole totally twenty minute long. That's a great video. Um, I was just thinking about the Devil Is Prada. That's a really beautiful restrained performance. Like, yeah. It's so, so good. good. She's so good at that. Yeah. <laughs> is, is there anything else we want to talk about that's yes. good about this film? Oh, well, I feel like we were getting into the, we're the getting stuff. We're getting into the criticism. Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, Amanda Seyfried. Uh, she... Look, Sophie is not choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not choosing Sophie. <laughs> no. um, yeah. She is bad. I um, hate her. And she's she's not, I, I've never liked Amanda Seyfried. No, neither have I. I. I forgot no. why I didn't like her, and then rewatch this again, I remember why I decided I, I didn't do, like I her. Think, I like <laughs> her in small doses. So, like, I think in Mean Girls, she's effective. Yes. She's yeah. Girls. yeah, but otherwise, I've never cared for her. I no. think, well, like, the character is very bad right off the she's bat. She's childish. So she's this, yeah, this really weird infantilized character. The whole thing is that she's only 20, but she's getting married. She seems like the most spoiled so like, not person to be married. in the world. And the whole of the film is supposed to kind of rest on her shoulders. It kind of turns out to be, like, more about the dads and, and Donna, but, like, a large part of it she is, our is with her. That's right? who we're going yeah. with. Yeah. She plays the role... So young. And, yeah. even and how sequence... young was she when she played this? Do we know? She's a lot older than 20. Older, right. Yeah. 20s. Yeah. Say. Um, there's also this sequence where, like, on her wedding day, Mara literally babies her, like, yeah. like puts on her dress, like, it's does her, like, thing. nails. Like a and... very, it's one of the most more soppy and not particularly good songs in the film. Um, but it's, yeah, they have this whole sequence of her, like, getting her hair done by Meryl like she has a boo-boo <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> she's gonna put a plaster on it and have a kiss from mum so I'm like helpless. what's going like, on you're an adult you, and she like... makes this choice not to tell um, Sky about like yeah. inviting the dads yeah and he's like what is the point of our marriage? Is it just so you can meet your dad? Like, yeah, I right? I'm we so with love. him on this. I'm right? like, just like, yeah. you're clearly not ready for can this. Can we communicate about also, this, please? Like... performance is not it. There's a scene in the middle of the film where she's just like, oh, oh, oh. This was the, the one that I was like, even on stage, I would be like, that's too much. Like, girl, I mean, maybe, yeah, I could blame that on Amanda, but also Philetta, girl. Yeah, calm her down. Like, put a lead on. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, you've got a responsibility. You know, you're crafting a film. Like, um, don't leave your actors to flounder. Yeah. I mean, I want to talk about Philida as, as <laughs> not a great asset for this film. Maybe in some bits, but I, lots yeah. of jarring scene stuff that just happens. Yeah, we just dive into some songs. Like, there's yeah. a, a bit where Pierce just suddenly starts, like, belting. Also, just, um, I feel like a familiarity with a craft because the cinematography is weird. Yeah. yeah. We talked about some of the, like, framing and the shot choices, which because, are yeah, but we, throughout, but I there's also some other weird stuff. The like, lighting. Well, like, they use natural light, so, but, like, it's not lit pro or, like, utilized properly because 
they are so reliant on it that like you've got shadows on people's faces yeah you've yeah. got people who are lit by the sun who aren't prominent in the scene like you've just got like this we like, watched it at one point and somebody pointed out it was just like a big square of light in the middle yeah, of the frame yeah it was coming like, through the, just, the window that was yeah. just on Julie Walters like arm like and it <laughs> and was like, so why? unnecessary and like even if you use natural lighting like you can use reflectors to like bounce that light around so it looks more it's directional it's not like one of those you know like it's not like doing like a cinema verite actually no yeah i've changed my mind yeah. what a beautiful successor to god yeah, yeah it's like we can Realism. do silly fun stuff we're on an island with dancing Jesus. flipper boys yeah, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> i was also not a fan of the like like budget um donna and the D- dynamos or <laughs> sophie and the sad sacks <laughs> yeah we, the oh. first, before we the thing that i forgot about this was that before <laughs> we even meet donna and her two friends christine bransky and julie walters who like are our kind of main trio yeah. for most of it before that we meet sophie and her two completely yeah. anonymous friends thing one and thing two forgot about lily and uh, Le- uh, lisa, lisa and ali lisa yeah. and ali right yeah white who, girl one and white girl two white girl one white girl two who do nothing one of them's scottish that's at all i know from give, him like at we least make one a black girl or an asian girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i'm like well there's no ethnic diversity in this film like for a start there's, there's one black there's there's, the, there is the, like I, the one black love interest the random like black people on the island chorus but you don't really see them but i'm like this is a prime example if you can do some lazy tokenism you may have used some lazy tokenism yeah Yeah. those two like even uh, zoe saldana was in crossroads as one of britney's friends (laughs) those two don't come back for mamma mia 2 um for good good reason yeah and it'd be quite a quite a weird feeling just to be like oh my gosh the gang's getting back together wonder who we're gonna be they're gonna call us up my, yeah. or did my they know theory you know? is just like yeah. you know sophie's a toxic person and they didn't want to be friends with her anymore <laughs> Mm. yeah she just really just you know didn't really get in touch i do like. i do love that shot of like they're all together running to the pier or something and then like sophie jumps into the beach to like go swim to um her i mean potential father's boat yeah they're all, all three of them together. and the the other two are just like well you're on your own sis and we've just had a scene with the dynamos donna and the dynamos all jump into the water yeah, together, together. <laughs> and like woo which is a great sequence it's very like it's very white dark. feminism like dancing queen woo, and it's yeah like all of the women of the village come and join them in a large parade of womanhood yeah and they all do a very bad dance with a very end. simple dance <laughs> yeah. which is kind of endearing yeah um, anything wh- else of highlight? I'm trying to think of any anything other banana. I mean, I the only thing I can like literally think of is someone had to paint Stellan Skarsgård's ass cheeks. Yes, because there's because a shot. They do appear and they are tattooed in the film. <laughs> yeah, and also they're Stellan... tattoos of eyes. Like, yeah. and they also have it's heels and knees. knees. Yeah, I don't mind the eyes on the knees. Actually. Yeah, that's quite either. a good cool tattoo. That. Eyes on the bum. No, thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, but what does that even symbolize? Like, yeah. Yeah. Watch your back. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> no. It's like when you have like a. Her know, eyes were watching it's, God. It's like animals that have like the coloring. <laughs> yeah. Predators. Or like <laughs> vases, the apotropaic vases. Yeah, like, exactly. One thing off. I do want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I do want to talk about in relation to Mamma Mia, here we go again, is the backstories of our 
hubby's potential fathers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, like, like uh, we, we get a, in, in, in this film, um, when Meryl first sees the men, she pops out she of pops the trap door. And just and as a then, side note, there are about three different trap doors all into this room, which yeah, is quite absolutely. amazing. And then, so she gets these flashbacks. So she's, and it's set to some song where like they turn around and they're in the costumes that they wore, but it's still the actors, Colin yeah, Firth, Stalin Skarsgård. This Skarska, stylized as they were in 1979. And so Ooh. Colin Firth, apparently was like he was called hb headbanger he- headbanger i mean yeah. his name is also harry bright so it's yeah HB that's his, his nickname stalin was uh like just a boat i guy. think the same kind of yeah. that was pretty that one was okay and then pierce brosnan like has large long hair, long like, hair a big mo yeah. happy um stuff like, yeah Burner, yeah <laughs> yeah and so in Mamma Mia 2, <laughs> like first off that sequence bizarre again another <laughs> theatrical like fucked strange like oh wow this is chaos but i kind of dug it but they decided to change um some of the backgrounds of those characters in mamma mia too yeah um, so instead of being a headbanger um a harry is like just a normal straight laced like kind a, of nerd he's like, like a kind of nerdy boy that wants yeah. to play the guitar i guess yeah. like yeah <laughs> another great thing about those uh oh and um uh, uh what's the guy's name sam yeah. um just like a, i have no memory of him from my he's too. kind of just I like a, a rebel kind of like a james deanish yeah guy. Yeah. yeah he he figures out how to train yeah. a horse not train you know um tame. Tame. Yeah, tame. Break. Yeah. um <laughs> it's like tame is like the nice way to break is like <laughs> the break sinister way um but the thing that i like about what two does is um Lily James isn't trying to do a Meryl Streep impersonation, but for these um, three other guys who are more, more like kind of fun little fluff, like comic relief, but also like you need to kind of buy the romance. They're doing, uh, well, at least two of them. I don't think Bill is doing a Stellan Skarsgård impersonation, but like um, the Pierce Brosnan and the Colin Firth um, younger actors are doing impersonations of them. Yeah, And it's quite think, effective. I don't think Bill has to do much impersonating because he literally looks like a young Stones guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... <laughs> but, uh, you know, impersonation doesn't always work in film. Like, yeah. it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. Like... Every Liza Minnelli I've seen, like, so they did it in Fosse Verdon and mm. they also did it in Judy. I'm like, neither of those per- people are Liza. Like, <laughs> stop doing it. Stop. The best yeah. Liza Minnelli is the Liza Minnelli tries to turn off the lamps. Yeah. Mm. Night Live, live, which yeah. is just iconic i just got reminded of that ugh, jeffrey rush film where he tries to do all of those peter sellers performances for life and oh yeah let's not talk about jeffrey rush <laughs> um but uh yeah, yeah i think that's another like uh, beautiful beautiful piece of mamma mia 2 mm. which also features um an incredible sequence of waterloo which is egregiously yeah. missed out except for in the credits of mamma mia 1 yeah um all of the choreo and all of the filmmaking is a lot slicker. So, Mamma Mia, yeah, Mamma Mia 2 actually has good cinematography and choreography. It has Cher, so... I will agree that Mamma Mia 2, as much as I did not love Mamma Mia 2 as either of these guys quite did, <laughs> but it's definitely a superior film in filmmaking terms in every way than Mamma Mia 1. Like. Um, I do, one last thing I want to talk about is uh, Julie Walters' song is so creepy. <laughs> yeah, the staging of it is just like her like acting aggressively pursuing so Stellan Skarsgård yeah. in, in a very like, haha, it's funny because the woman's chasing the man, but it would not be funny with the There's too much girl you are doing too I'm much. Like, hey, yeah. And he's like not clearly not keen. No, he's, he's like running not, away from also, her. seemingly the whole party is egging her on. Yeah, everybody's her. just like, woo, go like, get your man. Yes, and I'm like, like hey. we're willing this hookup to happen but also like it's weird because we talk about 
Mamma Mia 2 and it seems like she's been in love with him for yeah, 20 years. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, this is weird. the plot that I want to carry through yeah. from her character, which I'm like, really? Is this the one that we needed to Girl, maybe yeah. if you grew out your hair, maybe you would have noticed her. Like, <laughs> that hair was not flattering. Um, and, and in addition to Stalin not being keen, he is also like, they do a couple of things where he like kisses Meryl on oh, her no. wedding day because this is the thing we didn't get into the plot. So oh, yeah. at the end they're like, why waste a good wedding? And so Sam and Donna get married instead. Yeah. And then he's just, so Stalin's just like, well, Bill's just like, oh, I'm gonna kiss ya. And everyone's like, oh, you old dirty man. And it's like, no, nah, it's a dirty man dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, and, and Colin Firth finds a hubby or like boyfriend. Yeah. Stavros. Um, yeah. Which we don't see in Mamma Mia 2. <laughs> yeah, that's not a Also, <laughs> just for this wedding, like before it turned out not to be a wedding, Donna, where to steal focus on your daughter's wedding day? <laughs> oh, it like, is. Like, I would be livid. Like, yeah, because oh, it's this whole, like, it goes 15 minutes and the wedding just goes on pause. And, you know, um, people uh, just different revelations. Sophie's like into it, being like, wow, but I can't imagine how Sky is feeling. It must yeah. just feel. 100%. It's like, I can't believe I'm married. I'm sure into Sophie's this. pissed <laughs> like, as well. Like, yeah. when we see her, she's like panicking or like, you know, having something going on with her, like, just waiting for Meryl outside of the chapel or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I would be flat out if I was Sky. I'd, I'd just be like, nah this is too much bullshit yeah like i'm an orphan boy i'm gonna find my fortune you know <laughs> because she clearly has no bearing because it's my i was 10 years old and i washed up with amnesia on the shores of this yeah. island your family has raised me to be your future brother yeah it's probably a memento husband. situation probably got a like, bunch so of tattoos who all named him sky like yeah. yeah that's a made up name yeah. someone just found him on the beach looked up in the in the air and yeah. like, well, Sky is such a know. like like a like hippie parent sort of name yeah. I think like yeah. you know maybe his River dad Phoenix is Sam Sky Phoenix, yeah. like. you know he probably uh, rocked up like with like a gold medallion on him like Will Turner from Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean style. Yeah. all it's there it's like a locket <laughs> yeah, yeah. sky written inside and yeah. kill the cute handwriting <laughs> yeah. I would love for the Black Pearl just to rock up really to have. having the wedding this is what Mamma Mia 3 is it's like who is Sky where did he yeah, come yeah, from what's his backstory that. yeah, so is there a, <laughs> that's Papa Pia is there a Mamma Mia 3 Papa Pia. <laughs> oh Papa Pia yeah that's the Sky yeah. version of events it's the Sky like, version yeah why his family got lost in the <laughs> exactly. sea and didn't get to the wedding um so maybe along with the bag and birth, like one of the other things, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I think you two will be up to the task, is uh, pitching your your version of a um, a jukebox musical. We, we had <laughs> sure, some yeah. bandying about. Yeah. Um, some um, off-pod talk about this. Yeah. Jukebox yeah. musical's great. Um, but uh, before we get into that, let's do bag or birth. Bag or birth. It's hard. Yeah, I, I was just chatting. I was just having such a great time. I, I forgot where I land. Um, okay, I'll go first. Um, I was so amazed that I liked Mamma Mia 2 as much as I did. Like, So did I. It's such the perfect version of this film. It's less chaotic, but it's beautifully created. This one, going back, man, it's... I don't think this one is as much of a comfort watch. Because it's it's so anarchic and weird um, that it's it, it's more of like a, a roller coaster ride than a warm bath of Mamma Mia Two. Because um, <laughs> it really those is two desperate things. Those, those yeah. Go- <laughs> yeah, those two pleasures. Um, but God, I don't really. Uh, the ballot. There's bits that are really boring in it. 
<laughs> you know, we didn't it's fully talk about it. Oh, yeah, the ballads. There's some really boring ballads in there. Um, and uh, and I love how, how wild it gets. But I guess where I'm sitting at right now in this moment, where I think about how we're on the narrative of Dom and Amanda, and they they suck. <laughs> and then, you know, the winner takes it all. Like, it's not good. I just love Mamma Mia 2 more. I love that one. So this is a biff then. Let's do that. Why yeah. not? There you go. That's what's, a biff. We got there what's in the your, end. Um, what's your uh, concept then? Man. Um, I You're would do... You're on the board, do... so I hope you have one. <laughs> the Bob Dylan one's already been done, eh? Uh, they just did yes, that, right? Yes, Girl from North Country. Damn. Okay, I'll be... Well, I know he doesn't go by Cat Stevens anymore, but yeah, I would do... Yusuf Islam. Yusuf Islam. Uh, he's still it's pretty good though yeah, yeah I would he's, do he still kind of like acknowledges like Cat Stevens okay. like he still goes by that name like I would do a beautiful um, indie like musical in the vein of like Ooh, once like around yeah. um, Cat Stevens that's a great I mean, it's good. choice I mean first cut is the deepest um, like yeah. morning is broken yeah peace train oh, okay that's like more of like he's trying a bit angry like he's yeah protest song yeah Whereas, no, like father like, like father, father and son, and son oh, is your like fucking like oh, father moment. and son yeah. like, that is the tony winning performance that's the right moment, there right that's the that's your uh, uh, your yeah. mother daughter talk moment about father a, son moment talk about papa pia <laughs> <laughs> if we had title that <laughs> um, i talk about um, yeah that no, I'm so, I'm so sold though. Like, that'd be Go great. On. Yeah. Um, Everybody, where my the baby. children play. Yeah. <laughs> it's simply like, during yeah. a war. It's oh, during a war. Like. He's just so, got so many good ones. I, I, I love, I, I honestly love This Kirsten is a bit of a, a brag yeah. and a, a white privilege thing, but. Um, when we were in the south of France, I had a Walkman uh, because my parents went on a trip oh and uh, I didn't have a, an iPod, so I had a Walkman and I just played the CD of Cat Stevens' greatest hits and was listening to those beautiful, sad songs with those beautiful countryside. Like, Father and Son is, is especially yeah. one of the biggest. And Where Do the Children Play? Um, yeah. Yeah. This is another thing, like, Abigold was, like, the Cat Stevens, Tifa Tillman, and the greatest hits was, like, constant replay in my house. Mm. Dad porn, I guess. But also, like, he Is that the sequel to Mood Porn? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe <laughs> um but he also has a song called matthew and son and yes. i was just like oh yeah <laughs> that's right mm. um so i do have a soft spot for um for cat yeah for so, so, um, yeah, so yeah. Yusuf, get us on the phone because uh, yeah. we can come up with a prop plot synopsis 100 we'll get you yeah, on broadway man. by the time they reopen <laughs> yeah. all right who's next um i can go um so look this is not like a Good film. I wouldn't be like this is. Like, I'm gonna put this as, like <laughs> a top, yeah. a wonderfully yeah. made. It's film. not Moulin Rouge. <laughs> oh, God. This is an off podcast. Yeah. We're gonna talk about it someday <laughs> oh. because Moulin Rouge is a wild ride. James, and the big fan of this film, some co-hosts that are not we giving it the respect discover. it deserves. <laughs> Listen, my you know how I had that rant in the village episode? <laughs> that whole episode. Is this gonna be a just solo James episode? Be me which is just on James the defensive. talking about No, I'm room. I'm quite keen to um, discuss more than. But anyway, before we get to that one, uh, uh yeah, no, I would put Mamma Mia like uh, it's it's fu- it's fine. I would say I don't say it's like, oh, this is like an incredible film, but there are like enough moments in it that I think give me great joy. It is overall like 
pretty harmless. There's nothing in it where I was like, oh, boo, fuck this moment, you know, like, which sometimes there have been moments in other films where they've possibly given me more joy, but also more, like, uh, annoyance and anger at the film. Uh, and this film, I don't think, ever gets me pissed off. Um, and there are, like, there's some moments in there that are really fun and the, the tunes are really fun. So I think I am leaning towards a bag. Um, you know, I would not say that it's particularly good, but it's, you know, you could definitely do worse than Mamma Mia. Yeah, it's inoffensive yeah. and yeah. you could, like, have it on. ABBA be... is fun. There's yeah. a lot of good, they, they wrote good songs. Mm. And, you know, Meryl's having a ball. Everybody on this in this film is having a ball. And that's mm. just one of the things I think that is, is a lot of fun to watch, is that particularly the, the dynamic trio. Um, yeah. You know, you're watching it being like, they're having such a good time. And that's quite mm. lovely. Mm. And what is your jukebox musical? So I don't think... We're ready for a jukebox musical for her yet, but I would love to hear a Lizzo jukebox musical. Oh, what's, what's, what, what is the, what's the, yeah, what's, story? what's the story? I feel like, I mean, I think it's probably most likely what would happen is they'd just do like a biopic, but I don't think that's oh, the most yeah, interesting thing. Yeah, a lot no. of, there are a lot of biopic jukebox musicals, yeah. but I feel like you could do some like kind of moments of pump up stuff, but also some of her more like, um, like balladary stuff, like, cause I yeah, love you, which is yeah. really great. Because I love you is oh, it's just so good. such a gorgeous like soloy moment. Help me. <laughs> like I think you could do some really interesting like brought it down versions of more upbeat songs from her as well. Want that because I want to see the Broadway number of boys. Yes. <laughs> I would do. Boys would be like that's the does your mother know sort of yeah, like yeah, yeah. side sort of. I do like a young black girl growing up in the Bronx and she's just like it's figuring just, out her life and she's just starting to it's just a joyful it's just a joyful and, like you know yeah coming of age narrative I think yeah. something like that would be really nice to like do like Princess and the Frog said to Lizzo oh that'd be fun maybe mm. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like I don't know. I think like we're, we're, she's got to put a few more albums out. But For like sure. the way she's going right now, she's going to have the material and that. like yeah, I, I think she she just has like a great I mean, theatrical yeah. sensibility already in her performances. Yeah, it's true. And I, I feel like there's a lot of yeah music that she does, which I feel like you could definitely do like a remixed version of it for the stage, rearrange in a different style that yeah. brings out different meanings. I do wonder like because they have like those Broadway uh, musicals that like it's like Motown mm. shit like that. If you could just do like. 2010s R&B or like I mean you can you know. like yeah. you can do jukebox musicals without anything and it yeah, generally yeah. goes really badly when you don't have anything at all and I have yeah. seen some some bad ones that For do sure. not have a theme but like I think yeah you can just kind of be like these songs I these guess these songs that do you give me permission and yeah. I guess as long as I give you permission I mean one of I'll, I'll talk about a couple of my other choices for, for <laughs> jukebox musicals earlier but like we did just devise one about yes um what's her face? <laughs> it's the, so i was just like we would what were we talking about what was the song that we got? baby one more time baby one more time just like as a as a trio yeah <laughs> it's like a yeah a soprano trio and then i was like oh this this would be great for like a julie d'aubigny uh yeah. <laughs> la musical yeah. I, I um, famous it's, it's opera singer like a mm. nun who got like was questioning her faith from god yeah. and then we did like you so know, this so, is this is uh julie's lover yeah. uh, in the nunnery before julie Julie breaks in, yeah. uh, burns down the convent, and saves her, which is know, what happened. Like in a prayer, real got life. set fire to the rain. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's gonna be it. great. Yeah. It's it's TM 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 all of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why we don't say a lot of ideas. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I yeah, when I f I first watched this in two thousand eight, twelve years ago, I hated it. Um, and there are still things that really bother me, like, oh, Amanda Seyfried, <laughs> no. Um, 
uh, yeah, direction choices, cinematography, no. <laughs> but honestly, I had such a good time watching. <laughs> there are so, some moments that really tickled me, like that Meryl with a scarf, uh, with a shawl, and Meryl was we like, not, wasn't ready for the cake. I yeah. was not ready. And there's just some sequences, they're so stupid. I was laughing myself silly. <laughs> like, just as much as I am with Papa P. <laughs> so I find myself this, and honestly, some of the imperfections kind of cultivate that feeling of this is just like a lark that's gone wrong. It's got a real like I'm on holiday with my seven favorite silly yeah. friends, and we put this movie together. And honestly, I am surprised at how much of a one eighty I did with this movie. It's not. It's definitely not a here we go again, but it's. Uh, <laughs> I, I would go there. It's a bag. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. a um, mixed bag. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Oh, oh cool. yeah. And what is your jukebox? I have a couple of ideas. I um a Marlena Dietrich one with Madonna songs because I feel like that aesthetic that Madonna copied. Extremely good. Uh, Marlena's aesthetic, especially early in her career. I've seen her her films. I don't know, actually know her her life so much. She is a queer icon. <laughs> Oh, yes, of course. And, yeah. um, well, she's German, right? So, like, yeah. there's interesting yeah. stuff about that being um, a German who's, you know, thriving in Yeah, you Hollywood, got the iconic, like, look of the Blue Angel yeah, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, my other one that we've discussed briefly is the Billy Joel musical, which, I mean, bangers, honestly. Yeah. I was poo-pooing it. And then I actually went <laughs> to we like, it, we're like, like, this is good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving out. Um, till the end of what's what's it called? What which one? The the duop one, for for the longest time. Sorry. Oh yes. Um, oh. Uptown girl, a fucking banger. Um, we didn't start the fire. Piano man. Honestly, what's um, the story? Do you reckon? A guy who's it's like down on his like, luck. Yeah, it's like a blue collar guy. The factory <laughs> yeah. closes. <laughs> yeah, like, right. And then he's got his uptown girl. Like it's yeah. a love story. Mm. It's, it's like, about it's pro union. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, And you know what? They're black. <laughs> That's right, Billy. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, that uh, about wraps it up for um, this first season of. First season, first episode of the Meryl Streep season. The Streep's in. Um, we don't know which one we're doing next. You'll have but... to tune in to find out. Yeah, tune um, in It's definitely a comedy time. because I think we've lined up comedy so far. So Yeah, yes. so yeah, it might be... We might have a guest with us. Yeah. Might we're... Sure. We might not. Should we, say, should we say Ricky and the Flash is the next one? How about that? Sure. Should we just put it on the table? Great. Because yeah. Ricky and the Flash was the name that came up when we were discussing this, like it it's was funny because, because it was like, oh, that's such a nothing film. Because Meryl, Christine, and Audra were in Ladies Who Lunch, and Audra's with Meryl and Ricky and the Flash. So there we go. go. Perfect. And Kevin the, Klein, who we discussed, it unites the Venn diagram. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he in that one? I think he may be. Oh, nice. Don't quote me. We'll see. We'll watch nice. next week and, and find out. Yeah. Um, for this week, we thought that it will be better instead of um, shouting out our own socials to uh, direct you to somewhere uh, else that you could go. So as we mentioned, um, if you look in the link um, below, um, there are links for Black, Black Lives Matter in terms of uh, if you can... Places to donate. Donate, sign petitions, and also Arms Down um, New Zealand. Um, and what was that link again, Kat? So that's armsdown.nz. You can find a lot of resources and interesting and important information there. Awesome. 
Cool. What what song do we want to head out on into the night? Is that a thing that we do at the end of the podcast? I don't know. Do we want to quote? Father and son. (laughs) Father and son. Cool. DM, 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 DM. Coming to a theatre near you. You like those flicks? Go get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.